and Sex and Sensuality, the podcast, where we speak what your dirty mind thinks. We are here every Monday night at 9 p.m. chatting about tantalizing topics that most won't dare say aloud. Hello, guys, and welcome to episode three of the Sex and Sensuality podcast where we speak what your little dirty mind thinks. We have myself as your host, Miss Mika Nicole. We also have Joy and we have Tony. How are you two guys doing tonight? I'm so excited about our topic. How do y'all feel? I'm great. Right. I think yeah, I'm, I'm ready. All right, now. Well, tonight, guys, we are talking about initiating sex. How hard is it for you to initiate sex? Do you initiate sex? If you do, what are some of the things that you do when you initiate it? What are some of the things that you say? How do you initiate sex with somebody that's just like a friends with benefits type of thing? Like, I think that's going to be an amazing topic because... I've had situations, right, where I've been in, like, a friends with benefit type of situation. And, like, you, especially when you first kind of started, then you kind of get in that little awkward stage of, should I call? Should I not? And if I call, do I tell them that I want to have sex? Or do I tell them just to come on, we can watch a little movie and just hope that it happens type of thing? So, anyway, we have so much to talk about in that subject, and I cannot wait to get into it. Tony, you had some things interesting off the record that you and I was talking about. I can't wait to hear you talking about it on air. So talk <laughs> to me. Yes, initiating sex. <laughs> initiating sex. Well, you know, I think that both parties should initiate it. I don't think it should just be one-sided. Because, uh, like, uh, once upon a time, I was in a relationship, and... Um, this individual, you know, told me that, you know, when I want to have sex and only when I want to have sex to let them know and they'll make it happen. And I felt some type of way about that because for me, I want to know that you want it. I want to know that you are desiring this. And so I felt kind of cheated, you know, it felt kind of cheap because I know I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know if the person wanted it or not, or if they were just doing it just because I wanted to do it. And that's just not good sex to me. Wow. You know what? I've never even thought about it in that way of, you know, I feel like some people do want you to ask for it. Like they want you to try to initiate a little bit. And so for him to say to you, well, if you want to just, just come get it or just ask for it or, or whatnot, maybe that was his way of telling you that he needed you to initiate a little bit. But it is it takes it takes the, I don't know, for me, it takes the romance out of it. You know, because it's like, you want it, I want it, we both want it, okay, cool. But if I want it and you just like, oh, you know, I mean, let me go get, let me just go get this done and over with so, you know, he can go, you know, go his way or go leave me alone. And it kind of take, I, I kind of feel cheated, you know, cause there's no romance in it. Cause there's no desire in that. It's so blah. Yeah. I agree with you. It, it, it makes it like robotic and clinical. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. I, you know, as a woman, 
in a same-sex relationship, I have felt, okay, so let me just say, I felt it from both sides, right? From a heterosexual perspective and a, in a, in a same-sex type of perspective, right? So in the same-sex world, is especially in the lesbian relationship, you have that thing what they call it with lesbian deathbed or bed death, where it's like no sex. So then it just becomes awkward to actually initiate sex and it's like do you you don't always know what to say or how to say it and so I found that to be hard in the lesbian world now is it, when it comes to me being with men I found it easy to initiate sex like I'm a very sexually free person I have been that way uh, for a long time I did a lot of research growing up. You know, me, I'm reading Cosmo. Cosmo was really like literally my sex Bible. So I'm reading Cosmo. I'm reading all about different positions. I'm learning, you know, what to say, what not to say, different spots that turn people on, that may turn me on. I like, I'm I'm just a research queen. So that's what I've been doing for a long time. So when it came to men, I'm the type of person that's like, okay, all you want to do is have sex, just let me know. Don't come to me with no games, you know, and if that's something I want, I'm going to tell you, like, all I want to do is just, all I want to do is go around. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that song on my head. <laughs> yes, that's the type of person I am. All I want to do is zoom, 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 and that's it. I don't mind initiating sex with men, but it is, like, again, in my in this same sex world, I think it's harder for me. That's not I, I, I would I would feel some type of way if I was trying to initiate sex with a woman. I mean, because you know I was raised to respect women and you know and, and all that good stuff. But when it's a man, it's a little different because even though he may not necessarily initiate it, and depends on depends on like the, the sexual chemistry you guys have. But for the most part, it's pretty. Plain and simple that he's gonna want it, you know. So it's really not hard to initiate it. You know, you start kissing on his neck and start like licking his nipples, especially the nipples. It's, it's nipples is over. It's it's a wrap, you know. Is that just for you, Tony, or all men? Because you said it like you right. Know. You, you know, to be honest with you, and this this is a tip for for you, Joy. <laughs> he's like, uh, okay. not Mika, but you, Joy. <laughs> So, so let me ask, do you like lick his nipples and like suck on him and stuff like that? Do you do stuff like that? to the no. I'll lick it, but I ain't sucking no. Okay, well, look, next time, suck on his nipples. No. I don't, I don't care if he's gay or straight. <laughs> he, I he, am He not. is going to melt. <laughs> that that is a lick. that is a hot spot. I lick on nipples, but I'm not going to be sitting there sucking on no man's teeny tiny little nipples. No. <laughs> <laughs> take it to a whole nother level I'm trying to tell you I do other things that can take it to another level so um, you know, oh it's my a, goodness y'all it's, so it's the small things when we did our show <laughs> you on, <don't> wink. <laughs> <laughs> when we did our show on consent oh man I wish we would have brought up in the heterosexual world, like when it comes to certain things that men, they may not 
tell you they like, but they mm. actually do like. Mm. And it's like, can we just go on and do it without asking their permission? Or, you know, do, can we just do it? Like, not necessarily asking their permission. What I'm saying is, like, say for instance, and I'm talking about, because I'm just going to segue into this real quick, because talking about nipple thing, then we're going to go back to initiation. Like, you up there sucking on them, da, 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 getting all good. Then he, like, That's he like his leg. Yes, and he he has his legs up or something, and you just kind of touch him on his anus, you know, like his butthole or whatever. But he likes it. I've been in that situation now, not with their legs up. They don't put their legs up. Well, maybe not with their legs up, but you know, I'm sorry, y'all. I come from a lesbian world, so, you know. I mean, I heard, I heard some men be putting their legs up, but do I mean, not do that up. with me because I'm going to be looking sideways. Like, what? <laughs> um, but no, nah, I, I, and that's so right that we should have brought that up last week um, when we were talking about uh, consent because I have actually, one of my relationships, we actually talked about the what is that called? Tossing the salad? Is that yes, the old, 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 when, when the old you... term? Okay, so we talked about it. So he knew I was gonna try it, right? Um <laughs> we I didn't that night, but I tried it eventually, but I never said, Hey, do you want me to try it tonight? I never asked, you know what I mean? And I just did it. And then I, I did it again in another relationship, but we had never talked about it. I just wanted to see, you know, like you said, when you're giving the sloppy toppy and you keep going on down with your tongue, you know what I mean? And they did like it, but they had never either, I had an experience where they had never even uh, experienced that. And they did feel, you know, weird after they was like, uh, that, you know, it felt good when you were doing it, but at the end of the day, it felt weird as shit. But, you know, we getting all off topic, but... I didn't, they didn't give me consent to do it. So I was I was wrong. If, if you want to say whether we should be giving consent or not from last week, what we were talking about. <laughs> well, I was saying it more so because it's different things like, you know, so that men like, men don't like. And it's just like you said, you're like, should we try these things without talking to them about it? And you know, but I didn't get into it because we was talking so much. But I wanted to talk about consent from men. And so, okay, we're going to have to do a whole part two Away. on that topic. And I want to get all into tossing the salad, all into putting your fingers up a man's butt, all that stuff. I want to talk about it all. Nah, yeah, no, that, 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 but, but that is stuff that you have to... You- you do have to get get consent. Not a finger? Yeah. You, you got to get consent. In the head, you down there talking about... Nah. You would get kicked off that bed. If, if he likes it, I mean, if he likes it. I'm not mm, even going to test the waters, child. Well, I I'm, I just got to say, you know, like if you're tossing this, if you're going to toss a salad and if it's like super, super, super duper clean back there, you might want to, you might want to question his sexuality a little bit. Oh Lord, okay, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna we gonna say okay. we're gonna say because that's a yeah. that is a juicy topic, Tony. And I want to save it for we could dive deeper into it. So let's go back to initiating sex. So I wanna hear how do you all initiate sex? I can tell you with me, I'm the type of person that may say like, you know, how do you you know, I've been thinking <laughs> 
I like to, you know, do some things tonight. How you feeling? You know, something like that. Like, I'm going to try to be that coy, sexy, cutesy type of way of asking. Or, you know, I also am the type of person that like to be romantic, too, sometimes. And I want to set the mood and maybe light some candles and play some sexy music and have on my little cute little lingerie. And, you know, that's those are some of the ways that I initiate sex. So I don't verbally initiate sex because I'm very... I wouldn't say, I guess it's a little bit of shyness and it's a little bit of, I feel like I'm sounding corny, you know, when I try to, even in my head, I be wanting to, you know what I'm saying? But I go over it in my head, like what I, like what I should say. And it's just, I just can never come out verbally and initiate sex. Now, the way that I do initiate is like you were saying earlier, Mika, throwing on something sexy. I do, that's my way. You know what I'm saying? Throwing on something real skimpy around the house to say that, you know, I'm in the mood. We don't get right to it then, but I just, I don't know. Those words just can't come out my mouth saying, you know, I want to have sex and I want you to fuck me tonight. Like, I just, I can't. It's just, that's just not my personality. My personality is I love to hint around. Well, it's not easy, you know, for women to say that they want it. I get it. But we all have our ways. And the way you dress is, you know, within the confines of your relationship is, you know, a great way to initiate sex. So if you know, like I found some couples where I've had to tell them to, well, why don't you, if you want to initiate sex, but you don't know how to ask for it, why don't you put a pair of red panties? Y'all agree on the sign, a signal, and one of the ones is a red a pair of red panties on the door. Put that on the bedroom door. When your husband or your wife come home, that person knows that you you're you're ready to have sex. So that way, you don't even have to say anything <laughs> at all. You don't even have to do anything other than put those red panties on the door. And that's just something that, from a therapeutic standpoint. That can be helpful to women who find it hard to initiate sex. On uh, the gay world is a little different. You really don't have to do that much to coerce uh, a man in the sex. I don't want to use the word uh, coerce, Tony. We ain't trying to coerce anybody into doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't mean it like that, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, we we just tend to. I guess when you're in a relationship. You just roll over and start hitting them pressure points that you you know always work, and and it it works. You know, friends with benefits, we already know what's on the table, so it ain't no need trying to be cute. You know, hey, I call you up, you you already know why I'm calling you, and you already know why you you know you calling me. So hey, come over. You know, if it's a friends with benefits type thing, but I don't know. You know, if I want to initiate it, uh, if I want to be romantic. You know, I'll turn on some music. I don't know about lighting candles. Sometimes. Maybe. But definitely music. That's like my telltale sign. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I like that. Do you want someone to ask you for sex or initiate it? Or do you just want things to flow naturally? Because some people, sex just flows naturally between the two of them. You know, you you have those moments where you like looking at them and then the passion is just there. And it's like, oh, I got to 
get you. And it don't matter where you are and you just got to go and get it out. Or you have to rush home, you know, and you at the door, 10 clothes off. Like, that's like a natural flow, right? Mm-hmm. Or you sit and you watch the movie and you start making out and you start kissing and hugging and touching and rubbing and sucking and all this stuff. And now you're having sex. Like, natural flow. Mm-hmm. But what do you prefer? That's the question. I prefer natural flow. I prefer the natural flow. Now, you know, if if I come in and I got stuff on my mind, I'm not really thinking about sex, but you are and you want it. Yeah. Let me know. Hey, I, I can drop what I'm doing and make that happen. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Joy, what about you? What, what do you prefer? A natural flow or you prefer someone to ask you for it or, you know, A natural. bring it up? A natural flow. I don't like when anybody brings up sex to me. I, that's a turn off, actually, to me. Really? It is. I mean, if they bring it up, I don't want it to be blunt. It has to be in a, se- uh, a very sexy way. You know what I mean? Like, if they talk to me sexy with it, then that's different. But if they just like, I don't know. It's just a certain way. It has been where a man has said it very sexy, you know, for it and it turns me on but I don't like it being blunt so like what if he like just whispers in your ear like I want some pussy like would he get it (laughs) yeah cause if I'm fucking with you you sexy as hell so (laughs) you do that shit you looking and you whisper it in my ear (laughs) sexy as hell so hell yeah okay (laughs) yeah I just don't like when somebody be like man you know they uh, some people are aggressive with it. You know what I mean? Like the way they say it, they don't know how to say it. They don't know how to be sexy with that shit. You know? What I mean? agree. It's some people that they can be really rough, and it's like, like, hey, I want to fuck. Let's just do it. Right. Come ride it. Let me eat on your pussy. Like <laughs> stuff like that. I don't want to hear that. I want to hear you know, something romantic or gentle and, you know, you know, like, babe, I've been thinking about you all day. I just can't wait to taste you. Like, that? Yes. It's a turn on. But, you know, some sometimes women in heterosexual relationships, they, you know, they can go four or five weeks without sex. I think in a case like that, if I was in a situation like that, I would be very vocal. I wouldn't even be sexy about it. But like, look, I want some pussy. I want to fuck. So, you know, it's been five weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Tony, that may be a very different situation. You probably, you know, you probably want to sit up and have some conversation. It's like, listen, I'm, I've been very sexually frustrated. I've noticed we haven't had sex in four weeks. I don't know what's going on. Like, what's up? Is everything okay? Yeah. Yes. And, and, you know, can we do it tonight? Like, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. But, yes, it's all about how you say it. And I'm the type of person, I like a, a little bit of both. I like the natural flow because that's that unbridled passion. That's like, ooh. And then mm-hmm. I like the initiation the the being able to tell me just like I said earlier like babe I, I want to taste you or I want to feel you I haven't you know I haven't felt you you know touch on me in a while and I missed you I missed your I was going to say some things I had no business saying but anyway moving right along 
Any other thoughts, you guys, that you want to share about this topic today? I don't because I'm not an initiator. So. Oh, Lord, George. <laughs> I, I just I just think it's important for, for both parties to initiate it. I think it's healthy. I think so too. It's very healthy to be able to initiate sex and talk talk to your partner about it. You know, that goes back to our first topic about being vocal in the bedroom and being yeah, being vocal in the bedroom, period. Whether when you want it and when you don't want it. All of these topics that we've done, these first three topics all really relate to being vocal, giving consent when you want to have sex, telling somebody when you don't want to, being firm and clearing your choices, as well as initiating it when you do want it, talking to that partner about it and, and letting them know, hey, you know, I'm interested and I'm ready. Now, I will say this. I don't like being told what to do and how to do it. I don't like that. That's a turn off. Well, we did talk about that last. Did you talk? Did you tell us that? Oh no, you didn't. Talk about it real quick, Tommy. Why don't you like being told what to do and when to do it? Because I think I do a pretty good job, and I don't know. I'm just a. I'm. I like to be in control, and I don't like like to be dictated to what I can and can't do. You know, I think, and I think I had said that before. It's like. Don't invite me to the table and then tell me how to eat my food. Like, no, that's, I don't like that. <laughs> that is a, <laughs> that is a very interesting way to look at it, Tony. Tony said, do not invite me to the table and tell me how to eat my food. I can, I get it and I understand it, but I do have to say that women and men are different from food that you're eating. Food that you're eating can't talk back to you. And food that you eat, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't have feelings. It doesn't have hot spots and all that other kind of good old stuff. But we have hot spots. We have things that turn us on that we may want you to do that we need to vocalize to tell you to do it. Well, I guess... I was in a relationship with someone and it was like, uh, you know, they would say, hey, you know, I want to, you know, have sex, but, you know, I want to lay on my back or I just I don't I just want you to like put the head in and that's it. I want you to go all the way in. It's like, what? Like, don't invite me to the table, you know, don't invite me into the, into the bed and then you're going to dictate to me. You know how how deep I'm going in. Like, no, that's it's sex. It's it's sex. I'm not. I don't like that. It's a turn off for me. Well, you know what? I get that, and that's a totally different topic of of what I was saying about like trying to tell you what to kiss me, or hug me, touch me, <laughs> love me on. You know what I'm saying? I agree with that. Like, you should like let's not put stipulations on our sexual encounter. So yeah, I get it. Makes sense. So, okay, we're going to segue into our question of the day. Our question of the day is, and this is more of a serious question of the day, it is, um, is a cold sore the same as herpes? And yes, it is, because you have herpes 1, you have herpes 2. Herpes 1 is on your mouth, herpes 2 is on your genitals. So it is the exact same virus, it's just about where it um, manifests in your body. 
where I guess where you are infected in your body. And yes, you can give somebody herpes too by um, performing oral sex on them. If you have a cold sore, it can pass to their genitals. If you have oral sex with someone who has herpes, um, genital, herpes too, on their genitals, it's less likely that you will get it because herpes too normally doesn't like to travel to the mouth, but it can, you can still be in, yep, infected. So that was the answer to our question of the day. Did y'all have any thoughts on that before we move on? No, you covered it all, education-wise. Thank you, girl. All right, Joy, what is our juicy juice of the day? Then we have to get to Tony Talks of the day. He's going to wrap us up. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, some juice for today. The latest, one of the latest, is Nicki Minaj. She made a comment on social media saying that she didn't know about, well, she's made several comments about the vaccination. But one of them was about y'all telling people to go out here and get this shot. Um, But my cousin friend, (laughs) when he got the shot, his testicles um, (laughs) swole. Uh, Well, of course, because she's a celebrity, everybody had an uproar about it. Like, oh, you know, why would you say something like that when you have so many people that look up to you and now you're going to have people, you know, not want to go get the shot, which to me is crazy because I feel like people have been having all of their opinions about why or why not to get the vaccination. But unfortunately, because she's a celebrity, y'all want to bash her for stating what she wanted to state. But, but, Come to find out, well, supposedly that wasn't true. They said it was in, uh, where is she from, Trinidad? That's what Uh she was saying, where it was at. Well, apparently the health minister said that Nicki Minaj was lying and it was a waste of their time for trying to go investigate. Yeah, so (laughs) (laughs) so that's that. But I feel like... Leave her alone. She can make jokes and say what she wants to say. Like, I feel like, yeah, celebrities have an influence, but so does other people in today's world on social media, whatever platform it is. And you don't have to be famous in today's society to have an influence on a group of people. You just, I mean, I don't know. I just feel like celebrities sometimes just always get so much heat over things that they say, you know? So I just feel like this whole, you know what? I'm not even going to talk about the vaccination, but yeah. Well, I agree with you, Joy. I think that there is a, I'm just going to say this, when we have a platform, whether you are a celebrity or not, I do agree with both sides. You have to be careful of the things that you say because you do play an influence on other people, uh, it, whether you want to or not. You do. Um, But also, I feel like we still should be able to have our freedom of speech, no matter how famous or how many people follow us. So that's my opinion on that. And so I agree with both sides. But the thing is, she didn't even say, you know, oh, don't go get it because it's evil (laughs) and this, this and that. All she said was, you know, my cousin friend 
you know, she, and I don't know, I don't know if she was joking around about it because in her little tweet or however she posted it, she was saying it was like however many days before his wedding and, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, you know, junk got, you know, swollen all up. But I mean, I thought when I read it, I started laughing. So, I mean. Oh, Lord. Yeah. And they say the girl, uh, the wife got upset because or the soon to be wife got upset because she couldn't have sex with the husband. There was so much said about that. But the important thing that we take from this conversation is when you have a platform, you do have to be careful. Some of the things that you say and, you know, and the other thing we take from it is that we still should be able to have the right to exercise our freedom of speech. All right. Tony. What we want to talk about today with your Tony Talks, who you want to highlight, what what signs <laughs> based on what we talked about today? Well, um, what are we in? We're in Virgo season, right? This yeah, yeah. season of Virgos. So I guess what I do is I give some uh, some a dating tip. Um, if you are a Virgo out there. Uh, your perfect match is going to be with a Scorpio. You probably already have a best friend that's a Scorpio, but this person is going to be really, really close to you. You can have a really, really unique relationship with them. And if you choose to be in a romantic setting with this uh, person that has the Scorpio nature within them, expect it to be a very, very powerful uh, union of the nature. It's, it's a very powerful thing and you can feel it. You will be able to feel it too. If you with somebody that's a Virgo? Well, the chemistry and energy between the Virgo and the Scorpio is very, oh. very strong, very powerful, especially in, in when they become intimate with each other. But usually Virgos always have Scorpios as best friends and Scorpios have Virgos as best friends. It's, it's usually always that way. Wow. That's a pretty cool thing to know. So next time, can we talk about Tauruses and Capricorns? Because I feel like there is a connection between the two of them. Because I am a Capricorn, but all of my really close friends are Tauruses. And I feel like they're the only ones that get me. Well, they will get you because they are... That no Taurus. Say what? That's the only ones that get her. I ain't no Taurus. <laughs> no, no, like, they're, they're going to... Anybody that's any because you're a Capricorn, that's an Earth nature, and so anyone that is a Taurus or a Virgo, Earth nature, they're gonna get you because they share your same value. They're gonna share share a lot of your same values. Uh, they're gonna gonna understand how you move in the world, how you feel in the world, because, because you guys are all Earth natured. But you're 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 the person that's really, 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 really gonna get you is a Pisces. Wow. Okay, then. Yeah. Well, Joy, I didn't say you didn't get me. I was just talking. <laughs> Girl, we done been through, our, been through our stuff. We just started really getting each other two years ago. But that's a lie. stop. Okay, y'all, we digressing for real. All right, this has been such a good conversation. Next, next Tony Talks is going to be on the Sagittarius and Capricorn friendship. <laughs> Joy, I know I love me some her. We've been friends for so long. I can't wait to hear that. (laughs) I can't wait either. All right, guys. Well, it's been great having this discussion with you all tonight. 
I'll make sure to tune in with us next Monday night at 9 p.m. And just continue to subscribe to us. We are on Spotify. We are on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. We are also on Stitcher and iHeartRadio. And it's another one we're on. But I'll make sure to post all the links for you guys. Please subscribe and follow us. Give feedback. Very soon, we're going to be doing our lives to discuss the show. And I cannot wait to hear you all opinions on the shows. So have a good night. Oh, and don't forget to go online and buy your tickets to the sexandsensuality.com and at sex, the letter N, sensuality.com to buy your tickets for the October 28th show. Tony, is there anything that you want to promote? Because I know you do your Tony Talks. Yeah, uh, you can catch me uh, on uh, Instagram, Facebook, uh, YouTube, everything's at IamTony215. I'm posting, you know, both videos and quotes and inspirational, motivational things. So, you know, come out, check it out. Love it. Joy, did you want to give your Instagram? Go out and purchase my children's book on (laughs) (laughs) Amazon. It's called Sunshine by Joy Brandon. It's a short story for children and families. It's a, a cute story. Uh, about a brown skin little girl who um, goes through some challenging things with uh, getting bullied with the color of her skin. And it's a very um, positive story, how she overcomes. So please go out and purchase. Again, it's called Sunshine on Amazon by Joy Brannon. My last name is spelled B-R-A-N-N-A-N. Thank you, guys. I know that's right, girl. But you know what, Joy? Even though this is an adult show, it's an adult show that talks about topics that lead to children. So if you you listen to the show, more than likely you got a child somewhere around us, around you, you know. <laughs> so the book it it makes sense. And y'all can follow me on IG at Mika Alford as well as at Sex and Sensuality Show. All righty. Have a good night. And thank you all for joining us for another episode of Sex and Sensuality, the podcast, where we speak what your dirty mind thinks. Good night. Good night. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Sex and Sensuality, the podcast.